0: Welcome back to In Total Alignment with me, your host, Michelle File. Not too many years ago, I was far from feeling aligned in my life. I was stressed out, 80 pounds overweight, insecure, and happy, but really unhappy if that makes sense. Life was happening to me instead of me creating the life I desired. In one small twist of fate almost eight years ago, After a 20 year career as a top 100 Aveda salon and spa owner, I completely changed the trajectory of my life. On my way to rising to the top of my network marketing company, I completely changed my mindset, spirituality, health, and finances. And this is where I get to share it all with you. I hope to bring you guests, experiences, insights, and conversations that will help you elevate your life too. Creating a holistic approach to success is my goal. Are you ready? Let's go. Good morning, you guys. Actually, it's possibly not morning where you are. It isn't even morning here. Just looking at my clock, it's 1240. It is Monday after our long weekend here in Canada and it may be your long weekend if you're from the U.S. So here we are, July 4th. This is sort of the first week that Delaney's been home since school was out. The first Monday anyways, the first full week. I kind of counted last week she had a few days off as sort of huge just sleep in, do whatever we want, but now it's kind of back to regular programming. So here I am recording my podcast that I meant to do at seven o'clock this morning and it has now become 1241 and that is just the way life is on summer holidays, (laughs) especially with a little person around. But I have so many fun things planned to do with Delaney this year it just kind of dawned on me you know she's 11 very quickly she's gonna have a job and she's not gonna want to do stuff with me and one of the things that I worked really hard for and my intention of building this business that has brought me this time freedom that I didn't have when I was in the salon I want to take advantage of it right one of the reasons I dove into this business and why it was so attractive to me was I thought possibly this will give me the type of freedom that I can spend with Delaney in the summertime and not be racing off to work. That was my dream. That was one of the reasons I did this. And now it's here and my personality can very easily be tricked into thinking that I need to be productive every single day, that if I'm not producing, I'm not worthy. And that's something that I really have to work with myself a lot. So I kind of declared in my own mind, in my journal, as I've been working through this stuff myself, that this summer, I was just going to do stuff with her, you know, she wants to go paddleboarding this afternoon. I'm going to go do it. You know, it's just only two months that I can put some stuff on hold and just have lots of fun with her. But it doesn't mean that I have to completely sabotage my business either. And that's the beautiful thing about prioritizing and being intentional. Today has got away with me just on a few other things with work, but here I am. I'm still here, still producing and still going to have some joy. So this is the summer of joy. And if you needed that message, I hope it resonated with you with you. I know there's a lot of people, a lot of women specifically, that think their worth is tied up with their production, that their worth is really only recognized when they're always producing. That's not true. Our worth is tied up in all a bunch of stuff. And one of those things is, are you going to feel at the end of your days that you did the things that you wanted to do? Did you spend the time with the people? Did you spend the time making the relationships and strengthening the relationships that are really, really important to you? Sometimes you have to set boundaries with that. You know, sometimes people want your time. And They're not the highest on the list, and you have to actually prioritize the people and the relationships that mean the most. I think that's something else I've got really clear on is my boundaries and who who gets the best of me all of the time. And then when there's stuff left, I will do the things that I'm asked, but sometimes I have to prioritize and I have to set those boundaries. So today's podcast, solo episode, obviously, so you guys know I like to keep those really short and sweet. And I was going to talk about a couple different things, but I kind of want to stay on this path of thinking about our own personalities, thinking about our own quirks, our own funny um, things about us that maybe we like or we don't like. And specifically, I want to talk about the things that we don't like as much, that we actually consider character flaws, that we spend a lot of time thinking about changing versus really digging in and understanding why it's a part of our personality, where it's coming from, if we really need to change it, or can we embrace it and work with it. This is something that I have worked on a ton. I used to spend a lot of time thinking about all of these things that I considered negative and I thought I needed to change them. I thought that I wouldn't be a worthy human being until I changed them. And this can encompass a lot of things. We can take this into self-image of your body. This can be maybe habits that you seem to not be able to get a handle on. This can be things that roll around in your mindset, these character traits that you're like, uh, why am I always like this? I need to change this. And for many years, I was doing that. I was looking at these things that I hate the word triggered, but I'm going to use it here. These things that would trigger me or they would trigger other people about me. So if I did it or they sensed it, they felt triggered by that. And I would feel like I needed to change it. So I'm going to use the example for me, which if you've listened to me for any amount of time, you know that comparison is something that, I, it, it shows up in my life. I'm not going to say struggle with anymore because it shows up. It's part of my personality. It's something that is just there. And trust me, if it was ever able to go away, it would be gone now because I have worked so many hours on it and it really truthfully has not gone anywhere it still shows up whenever I allow myself to do the things that makes it show up. So one of the things for me is scrolling social media. And it doesn't really matter if you're my friend, you're my a coach on my team, uh, you're my relative, or I don't know you, or you're a superstar in Hollywood, or I've never talked to you, or I've only talked to you once, or you're in my company, or you're in another company, or you're like, I can feel comparison, towards a lot of different things. It is just in me. However, I used to let it trip me up so bad that it would cost me a few days. It would cost me um, not getting work done. It would cost me diving into this self-sabotage. I'm not good enough. I'm never gonna be as good as her. And it would take me down a path of something just just not enjoyable, uh, not a good place to be. So as I've worked on it, and I will say I've worked on it for many years thinking I'm wanting to get rid of it, I've thrown that pressure away. And now I just sit in it and realize what's going on. I'm like, okay, makes sense. She's awesome. That is awesome. That picture she took was awesome. That post she wrote is awesome. That thing, the way she worded it, it's making me feel less than. Okay, Now I can say she didn't do that on purpose. She's not saying that to drive me crazy. That's just the way I took it. I'm becoming more aware. I'm becoming more aware of these things. So I'm not trying to get rid of that tendency inside myself. I am not trying to change it. I'm actually just aware of it. And that makes all the difference. So for you, it might be, why, I, I have this happen with my clients all the time. They, they message me and they're, let's take uh, gut protocol. So if you join me right now in my holistic mentorship, we start with gut protocol. For four weeks, we are trying to figure out what's working inside your body and what's not working. We, I give you the tools that for four weeks, I mean, you can feel like a completely new human if you commit to it. But commitment is always hard. Commitment on these types of things is always hard. I have women come in and they just seem to be in the right mindset. They seem to be in the right place and they commit. But I have lots of women come in. They have a lot of fear behind it. Things come up in your life like stuff shit happens and the commitment didn't happen. And I have this conversation with them. "You, There are no rules here. You do not have to change everything today. You can actually just take one little thing today and change that and become aware. Why are these things always coming up when I try to make a change? Is there a pattern here? Like the last time that I tried to do this, did I fall off track in one week? Maybe is this a pattern that's just showing up because I'm scared? that I don't wanna move past this, that I'm afraid I don't know how, I'm afraid I don't have the support. You know, there's lots of reasons. And I want people to understand that they don't have to completely change themselves to make some really great progress in their lives. So we work through it. For some of my clients, starting on day one with me means they do change everything. They follow that protocol to a T. But for another part of my clients, it's not that. It's not the four-week gut protocol. It's the like whatever amount of time and however many days and weeks you need gut protocol. Because maybe you're just going to make one simple change every single week. And that's okay. I think we have this in our minds that we have to change things about ourselves all the time to make us worthy. And it's, it's just not true. We don't. The key is to being aware instead of just floating along in the mindset that I just suck if it's not perfect, if I'm not perfect, whatever perfect is, if I'm not this perfect human that doesn't get triggered by um, social media posts or I'm not this perfect human that doesn't look at um, someone who's beautiful with this is like such a lame, lame, description but this can totally happen to me I can see someone on the beach that is just gorgeous now I wouldn't say that I compare myself to them anymore I just like say girlfriend like if I looked like you I would be doing that as well like you look amazing well done but years ago I would be so hard on myself I would be so self-critical that this person could look like that and I couldn't so what did I do to help myself I didn't get mad at myself that I couldn't change that feeling that came up when I saw the person on the beach, but I became aware that the feeling was there. I became aware of what was actually behind it. Well, I don't feel like I'm ever going to look like that or I don't feel like it matters how hard I work. I'm not going to have legs like that. And over time, as I forgave myself for having the comparison thoughts and became aware of where they were and why they were there, became aware of the fact that I am doing many, many things to help my health. Those things didn't trigger me as much anymore. So as I kept moving through it, things became easier in that particular instance, in that particular example. However, when I see people writing posts on social media in the same business as mine, and and, and sometimes it does, it makes me feel like, oh my gosh, their writing is so much better than me. And it used to make me feel like I'm not as good. I wanted to change that feeling that triggered me. I wanted to get rid of it. Like I tried to so hard, just like abolish it from my body and my personality, but that's never gonna happen. That's part of my personality, but you can work with it. Maybe you're the type of person, like we talked about before, that you can't seem to get it together with making changes and habit flips with your health. Well, you don't have to change everything at once. What if you just took one simple thing and worked on it? I was reading one of my favorite books and it's called Only Love Today. And it's not a book that I've actually ever read like start to back. I just like pick it up every single night and read one little excerpt from it. And here is something about change. You don't need to change today. And this like describes me to an absolute T. I get lost easily. I eat popcorn too quickly. I cry at the drop of a hat. I'm too defensive about certain issues. I need alone time every single day. I feel awkward approaching groups of people in social settings. I am grouchy when I don't get enough sleep. I cannot watch violent movies or graphic news clips. I am a total control freak, and I wish these things weren't so, but they are. I've tried to change these things about myself, but I can't. It's useless. And now I breathe a sigh of relief to t- when I tell myself that you don't have to get rid of those things. They are a part of you and it is okay. We are all humans. We get to be ourselves. We get to understand that our quirks and our likes and our dislikes and our triggers are not Issues or weaknesses, they are just part of who we are. And when you start to get to know yourself without all these conditions that you've put on yourself, you just get to know yourself the way you are. That's when awareness will awaken inside of yourself. You will start realizing when these things are happening and you'll be able to assess okay, do I want to use this for my good or am I just okay that this is my personality right now? It is a part of loving yourself, a part of accepting yourself, a part of stopping and getting quiet and really starting to lean in to your amazing personality. And this, guys, is something that I hadn't been doing for. For Well, for years, forever, never, ever did I stop and get quiet and just lean into my own self, my quirkiness. There's so many times I've had conversations with people over the last, I'd say for for definitely for the last six months. And we'll be talking about things about ourselves and things that we want to change or wish weren't so. And I will be the one to say, actually, I don't want to change that about myself I've actually learned to love this part of my personality. It's part of me and I'm actually really amazing. I'm actually a really awesome human and this is just part of me. And I'm not letting it be a destructive part of me anymore. It might not be the favorite part of my personality, but it's me. Another example was this weekend, I was around people like, Oh my gosh, so many people. And every moment of that weekend was amazing. However, I hit my limit yesterday when the last person left around three o'clock. And I was like, yeah, I I absolutely cannot do one more thing with another person. I need to just go and recharge. I am no longer apologizing for that. In fact, my mom had asked me, oh, why don't you come over after they leave? And I said, okay, I'll text you at about 6.30 that night I texted mom and said listen sorry I didn't text I just had had enough like my cup was just like so depleted and I know my personality I had to set that boundary in that moment for myself and do what I needed to do that might sound rude to you My mom and I had no definite plans. It was an offside conversation. And I just had to set that boundary with myself in that moment of time. Because if I had texted, I would probably start feeling a little bit of guilt. My mom's at home by herself and it's Sunday. Maybe I should go over. And she's not putting that on me. She's not putting that kind of guilt on me. I would be putting it on myself. So I had to put a full stop and embrace my personality and know that I am an extroverted introvert. I love having people around. I love when they're here and chatting and entertaining. But when I'm done, I'm done. I know I'm done. And when I need to fill that cup back up for myself, I need to do it for a reason. Because it's not going to look good if I haven't filled the cup back up. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm going to say or do something I regret. So I know I needed to fill it back up. So that is what I did. I embraced my personality and said, this is what I need to do right now. You guys, you don't need to change. The greatest gift you can give yourself and you can give your children is making yourself and your children realize that the things about their personality don't necessarily need to be changed. They maybe just need to become aware of them and alter them when they need I'm just going to end this podcast with this excerpt from this book that I was talking about. Today's reminder, what would happen if I stopped trying to change the perceived weaknesses I see in myself? What would happen if I chose to look a little bit deeper, take a new angle, and just wait and see? Perhaps if we were to look into each other's eyes and say, I see you and I love you, exactly the way you are. Could there be more peace in our hearts and more peace in our relationships? So today, stop trying to change the unchangeable. Stop trying to change things about yourself and become more aware and cultivate more peace inside instead. Okay, you guys, I hope that was helpful. That was really just... Me rambling and hoping to give you some motivation that you're pretty awesome just the way you are. And there are things that you've been trying to change for years that maybe don't need to be changed. Maybe they need to be looked at. You need to become more aware of them. And when you are, you can make peace with them. And then slight alterations to how you handle those things might evolve. I hope you guys have a really great week. We will talk to you next Wednesday.